Welcome into the Monkey Sports Podcast. Before we get started, we wanted to remind you that we are brought to you by Monkey Sports. If you use promo code PODCAST10 at checkout, that's the word podcast, and the number 10, you will save 10% off all non-map items on any of the Monkey Sports websites. Save on that stick you've been eyeing, upgrade your productive gear, or grab a sweater for the winter season. Once again, that's promo code PODCAST10 at checkout, save 10% off all non-map items. Podcast and the number 10 at checkout. Now, let's jump right into the show. to just kind of get going it's going to be zero to 60 right away zero uh, to 54 <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> uh, 56 50, oh, 56 you had the joke and you blew it <laughs> i got injured for two games but <laughs> i guess uh, let's start there and go into the division realignments uh, so we have some new divisions this year obviously uh in the shortened season trying to keep the covid restrictions and teams safe as possible with travel uh, so let's start. I guess we'll go with the uh, Paul's Paul's division here, the Scotia North Division, <laughs> as we get the uh, the, the Canada leagues. League, the Tim all, Hortons all can, League, all Canada. Yeah, but, but real real quick, how do we fill on the uh, the naming of the leagues here with the sponsors? I mean, obviously, money wise, they have to, but yeah. how do we fill? As long as it's a one season deal, like they keep insisting, I'm okay with it because, like you said, it's with as much revenue as the, as they lost. You got to make it up somehow. Yeah, just as long as it isn't a permanent thing. But the 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 other thing is, is I saw I think it was Pierre LeBron from who now writes for the Athletic. As soon as they announced it, it was basically yeah, I get it, but good luck getting any announcer to say the Scotia NHL North Division. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it, it's going to be a brought to you by type deal, like everything else is. Like you hardly notice that it's this brought to you by. You know, whatever they're saying nowadays, you know, there, there's like a ton of different sponsors always changes up. But from a money standpoint, obviously, you need people like that to come forward and give some funding to the league. It's yeah, you're, you're not playing nearly as many games. You're not bringing in as nearly as many fans. You're not making the same money that you were before. And it's tough for a lot of leagues right now. Like 
beside the NHL that are dealing with the same deal. So I'm okay with it. I mean, yeah, I feel like the divisions are going to go back to normal once everything else goes back to normal. So I think this is more of a one-off type deal. Yeah, and I I think hockey more so than a lot of sports, revenue is more gate-driven. Yeah, And you've got a whopping four teams who have said they're going to allow fans to start the season and at least one of them's already gone back on it so yeah i don't really believe in the whole fans thing right now people just aren't responsible enough in my opinion and i feel like even if i went out to a game it's like you just kind of get carried away you don't really think about it oh yeah unless unless you're like very conscious about everything so yeah i feel like everyone should just if you have a chance to go to a game just i guess don't like (laughs) i don't really know how else to say it but, I mean, that's also tough for the leagues because, you know, that's money that they're not getting, and that kind of sucks. It, it would be nice to have people and fans everywhere, but you've seen NFL games, and, you know, cases aren't really going down all that much. But I feel like we're toward the tail end of everything where fans can safely return. So just give it the, just give it another six months to a year. Yeah. yeah. We're feel, almost there. I feel like having them sit out this season fans wise, I mean, it sucks, but I think it's the best idea. And especially to get good hockey, to get consistent hockey. So we're not always talking about, Oh, what happened with the fans that were in the crowd, you know, cases going up. I'd rather just see good hockey being played and not have to have the focus be on fans in the building. And hopefully by, like you said, by the fall, we'll be able to get back to normal. Yeah. Hockey. Hopefully by next season, Whenever the NHL decides, that's part of the short season is so we can hopefully get back to a regular schedule, you know, starting in whatever October next time. So hopefully that will be a thing. But for now, I think it would be advised if people didn't have fans because the safer it is because you never know. Someone interacts with someone in the audience and then they go down to the team and now part of the team has it and they're always spending time together. So now spreads further through the team and so that, that would suck but it is what it is yeah i mean there's no bubble like we had this last season, yeah so exactly it'll be interesting to see how it plays out but going back to uh starting with the scotia north division we got calgary edmonton montreal ottawa toronto vancouver and winnipeg all the canadian teams battling it out uh how do we feel about this go ahead paul <laughs> it's I like it, the, the All-Canada division, and honestly, if if you ask me to pick one team who is a winner in the realignment, it would be my full homer pick of my Leafs, Man. because you look at them, you look at the Leafs the last couple of years, preseason polls, you know, on paper or whatever, they were always sitting around like fifth or sixth, but that also put them third in the Atlantic division because you had yeah. two Super League teams in Boston and Tampa. So you get get them away from them. Honestly, I don't see any reason they shouldn't win that divi- They shouldn't win that division. I think Winnipeg and Edmonton might make it a race. I I don't see Montreal, Calgary, Vancouver really chal- really challenging. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And Ottawa and Ottawa is just woof. <laughs> yeah, even with Tim Stutzla coming in. They're still a couple of years away from... They have Matt Murray now, which, I mean, if he gets out of his little rut that he had, I feel like I feel like the thing with Matt Murray is he's a good goalie. He just had so much success in the Penguins organization early. So once he switched over uh, to being like a full starter and having way more responsibility, he just it kind of shook him a little bit. So maybe moving him into Ottawa will 
it either will build his character because either they'll be very bad or he'll find success there in a different way where that Penguins team was very, very, very good and this Ottawa team is okay at best. They have some good spots. Yeah, they got some good players. They've got some, they, they, they do. They do. I mean, as much but it's as... it's just like there's nothing crazy going on. Yeah, I mean, Shabbat's probably probably your best your best player, at least right now, if you're Ottawa. Brady. Brady. Stutzla's going to jump in, like, and like I said, but... Outside of those three, I don't really see Ottawa with a lot, and it's, I think they it, they're going to lean really hard on Murray. I think they'll see further success than they did last year, just with the goalie change. You know, I think that's going to help them that much more. Uh, but besides that, I feel like they got they got some room to go. Yeah, but I feel like they're around the corner from being okay. Yeah, they're the, the, they're turning the right direction definitely, yeah. but they're still like I said, a, a season or two away. One at least probably one more impactful player, be it a draft or you know pulling somebody in in a trade or free agency. Their prospects agency. are pretty nasty though. Yeah, like you got one of those guys to go off and you're good. You know, yeah. you got one of those guys to show up all of a sudden and you know be that one extra key player in your lineup and things can change, but. I wanted to turn my focus to one of the things that you mentioned was Vancouver not being great. I, Come I, on. I, like, didn't, I, didn't re- I didn't say not great, but I, just, I don't see them. In you the, don't see them as a top team? And, like, they have Braden Holpe now, which, like, he's always solid. He's never bad. He's always solid. And then you got Elias Pettersson, who's unreal. You got Horvat, who's running. You know, like, go down that lineup. You got more, like. The, th- the thing with the North Division, when I look at it, you've got the two extremes in you have Toronto at one end and Ottawa at the other end. All the other teams, for me, they're skewing closer towards that, that Toronto level, but they're all jammed up. I mean, I can easily I could easily see everybody finishing within like six or eight points of each other. Yeah. It just depends who gets hot when. Yeah, I think my top teams honestly would be like Edmonton, Toronto, and Vancouver. Like, like yeah. Calgary's like... All right, like they're good, but I just think I don't know, man. Yeah. They get and, yeah. I think now that I think deeper on it, they actually have Markstrom, and Markstrom is honestly one of the best goalies in the league. I'll take that to the bank right now. Check me this year. I like. I, I feel like he's going to carry them a long way. So and, and it's then, those yeah. four teams, and the other ones don't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. I think on paper, I mean Toronto. It's Toronto's to lose. Uh, Winnipeg also fell apart. Yeah. Winnipeg is a mess right now. They are not great. Yeah, you, you still have, you still have Hellebuck, and for the moment, you still have Line A. But <laughs> yeah, unless Line A can score like thirty points in a week, like he did that one time. <laughs> well, yeah, he had an absurd amount of points in like one month, yeah. like yeah. last year. But you know, whatever that might be, I think that basically gives a good touch to the North Division. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, I think Toronto's the favorite on paper probably, but as you But, like, any, they also kind of sting sometimes. Ask any Maple Leaf fan, and you know it doesn't matter. Hey, Paul. We, we're waiting. Yeah, it's we're just waiting for the other – we're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Usually you're just waiting for the for the failure there, but we'll see. Uh, I, I, do I had one, one more question. Sorry. Uh, Joe Thornton. <laughs> Why? Need, need that need that grit and veteran leadership. Next, okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, you, I mean, they're putting him with Matthews and on a line with Matthews and Marner at least yeah, to start the season, which is Marlow there too. Yeah. So we saw that one went. I mean, yeah, I put it out on Instagram. That that line is definitely interesting to me just to watch it. I would just want to see how they play together. They gotta stop babying Matthews, dude. Like he's so good, he does not belong there. <laughs> <laughs> 
See you in Phoenix. Yeah. All right, well, let's uh, let's go ahead and move over to the West and the Honda West division. So West is gonna, crazy. We're going to have Anaheim, Arizona, Colorado, Los Angeles, Minnesota, San Jose, St. Louis, and Vegas. I'm going to come out the gates and say I'm so sorry for Arizona right now. Like, yeah. like Arizona is such a great yeah. team, but they've had awful luck the last, like, five years. They've been getting so much better. They're, they're like a very solid team right now, but then they'll just get rid of someone who's actually really good, and then they'll bring in someone who's not that great. But they have two very, very solid goalies right now, and they're a very solid team, but they don't have Patrick Taylor Hall. I don't know why I almost said Patrick <laughs> Hall. That's a kid I knew in high school. They uh, Taylor Hall. Uh, don't have him anymore. So like I feel so sorry for them because Colorado is one of the best teams in the league. St. Louis is going to keep carrying. Vegas is super good. Minnesota's garbage. Um the they the, have a chance. Yeah. Like the like the other teams in the league I'm looking at right now, they can beat the Kings, they can beat the Ducks, they can beat San Jose, and they can beat Minnesota. So I think I think honestly those the three that you mentioned, they're uh, the West is it's an elite division, but it's top heavy. Vegas, St. Louis, Colorado, and everybody else is going to be fighting for that fourth spot. I, I think, really I, hope you're right. Arizona I think you're right. I think Arizona's Arizona. I think has got the best chance to get it because I know they can battle against Vegas and St. Louis. I know they can do it. Also, I don't think Vegas is going to be nearly as strong as they were last year. Even though I'm a Vegas guy, just looking at like some of the moves they made over the off season and Robin Leonard in that, like no, like I'm sorry, <laughs> you're, you're anti Robin Leonard bias. I really showing. am. He's not good. I don't get it. Like anyone can come at me on Instagram for this, but I do not get it. He was the only reason that Vegas lost last year when they did. I promise you. Flurry went in one game that series, lost one to zero with a very high save percentage. Kudobin had a higher save percentage than Leonard in any game when he got pulled. Not when Leonard got pulled, when Kudobin got pulled in the one game that they won. And Leonard actually got a shutout. But besides every other game that they lost, when, when Kudobin lost, he had a higher save percentage. Yeah. Like Kadobin's like I don't know, we can get to that when we get there. I got a whole thing on that. But Robin <laughs> Leonard is not doing anything for the Vegas Golden Knights right now. And Flurry, he had his whole thing with his dad passing away, and he was very shook mentally. He couldn't get out of it. But I think if he can come back and reclaim, they're gonna do better. If he can be who he was in year one, not not in his career in Vegas year one. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm curious to see how that goalie situation is gonna play out. I mean, obviously, I think a lot of people thought they would drop. Flurry after you know signing. I thought players. I was I thought I was looking at a trade too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like that was gonna happen, but I don't know if they're that, pocketing that, him for Vegas though. And that that whole deal with the with the with his agent and the uh, the for Seattle That's the Instagram I mean. post and the with the with the sword and everything. Yeah, that was a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I think uh, at the end of the season we're gonna learn a lot more depending on how the Seattle draft goes. But uh, yeah, I think uh, in that division, Colorado. I mean. I don't, they're I don't see anybody nasty. better than Colorado right now. They're just yeah, they're, no, they're they're exact. another team that's very injury heavy too. Yeah, like they're so good. It's like Phoenix where yeah, they at one point so had good. what five of their top five of their top six forwards out at the same time. Yeah, exactly for and and not and for like and not for like and not for like a game for it was for like a month. Yeah, they were winning games though. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I honestly think the Stars beat them because of injury problems in the playoffs, yes. honestly. I, I did not expect the Dallas Colorado Stars. also lost the playoffs last year to San Jose because of a very bad call. Right, yeah. Yeah. Like, they're they're right there, yeah. and they're just getting better. Yeah. Kale McCarr is 
unbelievable. I think they definitely uh, smell the blood in the water there for this season, especially the shortened season. It's going to kind of be a free-for-all. Like They're a very gas-heavy team. Yeah. Like They're just going to keep going when they're going. Oh, yeah. Well, let's keep going on. Just don't get injured. I feel like that's the only thing with that team. Exactly, yeah. Uh, let's go over to the Discover Central Division. Uh, Carolina, yeah. Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Detroit, Florida, Nashville, and Tampa Bay. Uh, personally, I think this is going to be one of the tougher divisions. you got several of the high playoff teams in there, Tampa Bay, Dallas, Nashville. I mean, those three teams right there are going to battle it out pretty hard, I think. Yeah, it's uh... – one of the more interesting, it's also the, for my money, the most geographically interesting, just because of, yeah. it's sort of, it's Tampa's you're, over you're, there, Dallas is over here, yeah. Detroit's way up there, Chicago's also up there. You got the Florida teams mixing in with a lot of the centralized teams, so it is a little bit off. But like, how else would it work, you know, with how it, like the East is? Yeah. I mean, I think that's just going to be one of those things we'll have to see how it plays out. It's going to be interesting to see the travel and. Yeah. I th- I think it's another it's another one though. I think you're going to have you got you're going to have the three you're going to have three teams. You're going to have Tampa, Nashville, and Dallas going, and then you're going to have everybody else fighting fighting for that fourth spot. Yeah, agreed. I mean, Carolina. I'm I'm curious to see how they. they play I don't out like this Carolina. Year. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'll be curious to see them. Chicago, I feel like it's been on a rebuild for a while, but they can't really decide that they're on a rebuild. A rebuild without without rebuild without rebuilding. Yeah, it, Kirby Dog also his wrist is backwards right now, so that's not helping. That that was one of the weirdest injuries I've ever seen because it was an absolute nothing hit in the World Juniors. Yeah, it, it looked like a bump, and he went he went off the ice, and went straight down to the tunnel. I remember I was watching the game with my parents, and we were like. You're like, yo, what Wait, happened? Where'd he go? What just happened? Yeah. There's broken wrist. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah. I made the... a post out on Instagram with him, and like literally, I just found out that that happened like right after I made the post. And I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> Great. What have I done? <laughs> yeah. But so it's your fault. Got it. <laughs> Kirby Doc is a very exciting player, and it kind of sucks for him to be gone. But I also feel like it's a very good time for him to be gone. Because that team's not amazing. Jonathan Taze is not at all what he used to be. He's solid, but like he's just like a ghost right now. You don't see him. Yeah, you know the 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 only one you you see on you see on that team is Pat is Patty Kane. Yeah, because he always has the puck. Like it's nuts. I I remember we went up to Chicago and we saw a game and it's like you know when Kane's on the ice because everything feeds through him. He's a very powerful player. Oh, for sure. It's nuts. Now I was also I'm talking about like I was like, oh I really want to pay attention to Kirby Doc when he's on the ice today because he was like fairly new, yeah. and he lit it up that game. I think I got two goals and I was like, okay, like this guy, this is the guy. Uh, is here, here here's next gen. Yeah, yeah. bright future. I just don't think it, it's not now. Right now. Plus sure. Crawford was supposed to come in and yeah. be a thing, and now he's not. He's not. Who's their goalie? That's a good question. <laughs> now that Crawford's out, I. They got what's his name? Darling. No, no, not Darling's that. in Florida, I think, right now. The fact that we can't think of it off the top of our head should tell you all you need to know. Delia, or whatever his name is. Oh yeah, Col- uh, Colin. 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 Colin Delia. Delia. That's his name. Yeah. All right. He's okay, but he's not a starter. Crawford was supposed to. Crawford was in New Jersey, so he's not there anymore. Dude, did they send anyone back in a goalie trade there? I think that was. A, I think Crawford was a free agent. Was a free agent signing. Oh yeah. So, nope. Dang, Chicago, <laughs> you got some stuff to figure out. Yeah. Plus, going up against Tampa Bay. We also might be blanking. They might have made a signing that we just don't remember. Uh, definitely possible. So, but yeah, with Tampa Bay being the cup, cup defenders, I mean, I think they're the team to beat overall. Yeah, it's, it's, you're going to have 
uh, and have everybody healthy, hopefully back. Yeah, the rivalry <laughs> between Dallas and Nashville that's been kind of brewing ever since the Winter Classic and a little bit before, too, yeah. is going to be solid. Uh, Chicago, not really much. Uh, Tampa, of course. And then I Columbus, I don't sleep on Columbus. Yeah, Columbus is Corpus Sol is one of the best goalies in the league too. We uh yeah, that was uh, our part of our 2020 wrap up. Chris and I were ended up talking for a while about uh Mars Leakins and Cor- Corpus Sol. so good. Yeah. And then Detroit, Florida. Good luck, boys. <laughs> yeah. Florida was so close to being good. If Abrovsky can figure himself out this year, they'll be solid. Well, let's go on to the last division, the Mass Mutual Eastern Division. Uh, we're going to cover Boston, Buffalo, New Jersey, New York Islanders, New York Rangers, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington. Pretty much all of your Northeast teams staying together. Another division that I feel like is stacked heavy. Yeah, they've got a lot going there. Uh, Boston's going to be good as always. Yeah, I think they're not going to go anywhere. Uh, Capitals are going to be very solid. Adding Chara's even even if it's just it's for years, going to be. But it's, solid. it's weird. Yeah, it's a it, it's a good move. Even at his age, he's still one of the top demon in the league. Yeah, that division's going to look weird just from the people moving around. You got Chara for the Capitals. Oh. you got Hank for the Capitals, even though he's not technically going to. Yeah, he's not going to play this year. But I mean, but they, he also wasn't going to be the starter there. Right, that's the thing. Just the it's weird. like yeah. Okay. Players you're used to seeing on certain teams are now on other teams in that division. It's just kind of it's, it's going to be weird. Yeah. Seeing it. Boston though, I mean Boston. I think the East is Bo- is Boston's to the lose. The East is so weird to me because I don't view any of these teams as good. I don't know. That's just me. Like I know it's just me because like I know Philly's solid, but I've always yeah. looked at Philly as not a great team. Yeah. But I know they're good right now. I mean Boston, Washington, Philly. I mean Pittsburgh too. I mean. It's just one weird. of them has to come out and step up and, and, and lead that division. But I think they're going to take a step back. I still think it's, it's Boston coming out there. Just losing Char, you got you put you've put in uh, Bergeron as, as your new captain. You still got him that line with him and Marshawn. You still got Pasternak. Still got Rask and Net. People are pissed about that. I mean, I feel like Boston is just that easy team to hate on because of the players on, on Boston. <laughs> I've but, never liked Boston. I mean, you know, but I mean, they're still that solid team. I feel like that is going to do well. Yeah, yeah, I mean, further speaking about Crawford not being in New Jersey, I think Mackenzie Blackwood's a good goalie. You know, he's not the best, but I think he's very solid. But can he carry that team? No, which kind of sucks. Yeah, but you really don't. You don't want to have the uh, a whole other Corey Schneider situation where you go. You don't want to have somebody go a full calendar year between wins again. Dude, I remember uh, when they moved Corey Schneider to what was that whole thing? Because it was like Broder and Schneider were there at the same time. Schneider was in Vancouver, and it was the it was the trade. Oh, it, it was, was the, the tra- it, was it was the, the tra- it was the Schneider and Luongo thing. Yeah, I remember Bettman going to the mic at the draft. You know, everybody starts their customary boogies. We have a trade to announce. And they kept boogies. I think you guys are gonna want to hear this. <laughs> yeah, I I was trying to remember what the deal was, but yeah, they it was all right. Luongo's gonna leave. And Corey Schneider is going to be the goalie, and he's going to light it up. And then he got traded, and everyone's like, "Excuse me, I'm sorry, what?" what? <laughs> yeah, it kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, that was weird because I remember seeing the Broders last New Jersey year with Schneider in Dallas. Yeah, that was that was really cool. And they had Yager on the team too. Wow, what a game! <laughs> <laughs> stuff was getting stuff was getting wild at that point. Man, me and my brother walked in with New Jersey Devils jerseys, and we got booed at super hard. <laughs> my my brother grew up a 
Broder fan, and like that's how we got into hockey, and that's how I got into hockey. So we were New Jersey guys. <laughs> well, now that we've looked at the divisions, how do you guys feel about these? Do you think it's going to be more exciting seeing the teams play these? You know, I mean, they're going to play these teams multiple times, back to back, a lot of times. The rivalries will definitely be there. So how do you guys feel? I mean, do you think it's going to be more exciting or would you rather go back to the way it was? I think it's going to be exciting because of the short season. If you, if we had to deal this for like the full season, just that many more games, I feel like it'd be weird and kind of get tiresome where you just, you're seeing the same matchups over and over, but it's like, those are basically like juniors divisions. Yeah. Which is kind of like you're playing the same people, but then you have that big tournament at the end, which is just going to be the Stanley Cup this year, which is funny. That's just all uh canadian major junior <laughs> yeah. oh yeah i do like it because i think you're gonna get rivalries that were there are gonna go just to a whole other level i mean we i want to i want to yeah i want get just calgary edmonton playing each other nine times just inject inject it into my veins yeah that's gonna be it's, wild it's same with same with like dallas nashville philly pit philly pittsburgh rangers islanders just all those ones that are there where you have that animosity, I think being the short season, as many times you're going to play them, and they, they are doing it like San ba- Jose, like, Vegas. Yeah. And they are doing it like baseball, like a, like a baseball season where you're having series, you're going to play two, two to three games against the same team in the arena, back to back, back to back to back. That's just going to, oh boy. <laughs> People are going to be mad. Yeah, I think this is going to exacerbate some of the rivalries that are already there. Like you said, Dallas-Nashville has been kind of building over the last couple of years. This is only going to make it bigger. Dallas-Tampa Bay, um, you know, all the North teams, the, the Canada teams, the Northeastern teams, everybody's going to be battling it out in series, and it's going to be interesting to see how it plays. I think it'll be interesting most to see once we get to the playoffs because you're going to have teams start playing teams they haven't played yet at all. Really yeah. This season, once you get into the finals, I mean, you're most likely you're going to just see these yeah. crazy matchups and it's going to be really interesting. Yeah. I think it's different and it's good because it's different. You're going to have the possibility of a Stanley cup that has never happened before is this year. Yeah. Just with how the, the divisions all line up. And I think Toronto is kind of safeguarded in a way. The NHL bias towards Toronto, they would never. Yeah, they're they're just gonna lose to Boston in the finals this year. That's the only difference. <laughs> I ha- I hate it because you're probably right. <laughs> you imagine they're like, finally, we don't have to play Boston in the playoffs, we and then they Boston. see them in the finals and they get smoked. <laughs> no, no, it'll it'll be it'll be Game Seven overtime. It'll be two thousand. It'll be two thousand twenty thirteen oh, all over man. again. Down by it three. was it was four one. <laughs> As I involuntarily shudder. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. So I'm definitely looking forward to the end of the season once we see these teams that haven't played each other multiple times over and over and over again, kind of see how they play out against each other. Uh, well, I think it's going to be good for a few teams, though. Because like, like I said with Arizona, it's like they're on that track to at least make the playoffs. And if they can make it there, they can do well. Yeah, you, you, all you all you want is all you wants the shot. You just want you want to get invited to the dance and see what you can do. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's going to be good for a few teams just to kind of be guarded in a way because it's like all right, they're better than the rest of the than the division that they're in, but they're not quite good as the as the best teams. So it's like get to the playoffs, just make sure you win your regular season, and then deal with that when you get there. But yeah, it's for that few teams that are in that middle ground. I think it's going to be really, really good for them. Yeah, I mean, staying healthy and getting to the playoffs is, I assume, everyone's main goal uh, to get there. 
But wrapping up here, what do we uh, we want to do? Some predictions: Who's going to make the playoffs from each division, or who who do you think is going to be in the final? I mean, obviously, I don't think it, it's a crapshoot to pick it right now. But yeah, you know, for, for conversation's sake, let's let's go ahead and do that. Yeah, I would say uh, you want to just like try to agree with each other on on this. Just we kind of went through it, so I think we've all kind of. I think there's favorites in every division. Yeah, so obviously. yeah. So I think my pick for the North would be Calgary, Edmonton, Toronto, Vancouver. How do we feel about that? Yeah, I I think I think so. I'm waffling between Vancouver and Winnipeg, but I just don't think Winnipeg's as solid as they used to be. I think yeah. Vancouver has enough force behind them that they can just kind of handle it. Yeah, I think I think Toronto, Calgary, and Edmonton for sure, for sure is the as the top three. Yeah, yeah I will say yeah, those kind of balancing between the two and then even Montreal can get kind of hot sometimes. So maybe they might sneak up and make a couple moves, but I don't think it's really likely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think Toronto's the team to beat. Like I said, you're going to have Vancouver right behind them, Calgary right behind them. So it'll be interesting uh, for the West. I'm going to say for my picks, I'm, I'm taking Colorado, uh, Vegas, obviously St. St. Louis. Those are probably going to be, in my opinion, the teams to make the playoffs and to, to really try. Who do you think the fourth is? I'm like thinking your, Arizona. I like your pick of Arizona. I think it because, makes the most sense to me. I think me. they're kind of that underdog team that has underachieved for a while, but they have the parts to. They weren't there. bad on the playoffs last year either. Yeah. No, yeah. They, did, they had a good run. So yeah. I, mean, yeah, I definitely think that they are a good possibility. For yeah, I, I don't, I don't see any of the uh, any of the California teams being able to make the run. Well, they're in shambles this year, man. Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, but I, I think Arizona, I think Arizona's a more solid team than Minnesota is. I agree. Agreed. Uh, Central. Uh, I'm going to say we're going to stick with the playoff teams, Tampa Bay, Nashville, Dallas. I mean, Dallas, we'll see if lightning strikes twice. I kind of am curious, you know, that's my homer team, but if they can keep pounding away, like they have been the last couple of years, I think they're in good hands. I agree. They have a good makeup. It's just how well can it be executed? They've had yeah. some bad starts to seasons these last couple. Of years, I would say so. don't sleep on Columbus though. Yeah. Yeah. Columbus and Columbus and Carolina, I think are the two that are going to be battling for that. For that, yeah. other, for that other spot, and I think Columbus better better goalies. I think especially with the big thing that's gonna you're gonna have to watch with them is what happens with uh, Pierre Luc Dubois. Yeah, if they manage to convince him to keep around and buy and buy in, they're really gonna be dangerous. If he really wants out, that's gonna be a problem yeah. for him. My one thing about the division is, I think we're overrating Nashville a little bit. Like they're solid, but like, what did they do last year? Like they they lost a Winter Classic. Uh, <laughs> they did nothing in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean they were definitely a much better team. I feel like two seasons ago. Um, exactly. I think I think uh, when they they did make that push, where they almost won the cup, they were almost there. Almost. So I think I don't know if Nashville. I think it's it's going to be a battle between Nashville, Columbus, and Carolina. I think any of those three teams can be interchangeable for three, four, five. Yeah. But I mean, five doesn't matter, so three and four. Right. And, yeah, I mean, the Eastern Division, I mean, I think we already kind of went over Washington, uh, Boston. Uh, the other teams, are, it's Philly, maybe Pittsburgh. They're going to kind of be in. I think Philly's got enough gas. Maybe Pittsburgh will figure something out. Islanders aren't terrible. They're all right. I think they have, they have like a couple gaps that stop them from being really good. But that's also a very boring team, in my opinion. Like they got nothing special, yeah. but they're also like winning games. 
because they have the old Capitals coach. I cannot think of his name right now. Trots. Yeah, Barry Trots. I don't know why I couldn't think of it, but they have him. He knows what he's doing. Front to back, he knows what he's doing. He's very good. He's the reason that the Capitals won the cup, in my opinion. So, and I mean, Buffalo. You add t- you add Taylor Hall to what they had, but Jack Eichel is also really yeah. good and very underrated. Yeah. But they're but again, but same to me, thing, gaps. Yeah, th- and they're still Buffalo. Yeah, they're, it's it's at this point they have to prove it. They have to prove it to me. Because... But they're also one of those teams that gets very hot for weird reasons. They just win like a string of fifteen games, but then they'll lose ten, and it'll keep them. It'll keep them just out. Yeah. I think that's going to be the most interesting thing this season is seeing how those strings and <laughs> see what go. other team makes it in the east just yeah. because of the shortened season you're going to have some i think that's a, a very a even division card. yeah yeah th- yeah that that one's definitely i think and even down to like new jersey i feel like even new jersey can figure out how to be decent yeah. it's out i think outside of boston that's the hardest one to get actually get the playoff teams out of yeah it's tough who do we want to see in the finals <sighs> Ooh, um Paul, you go ahead. Who do we want or who do we think? Because those you, are two. Who do those you are, think? I mean, who do you think is going to make it logically? You can this. you can bring some hot picks in yeah. there if you think or you want. I mean, it's I can't pick against Tampa the way that the way that team is built, yeah. and I'm really hoping I'm right on this. The way they the way this season's built, I think Toronto's got phenomenal shot if they play to their potential this year. Which so I'm going Leafs Lightning in the finals. It's not a not a horrible pick, man. I think that was one of my picks last year. I made I made several predictions last year, and that was one of them. Honestly, I think between the Leafs, Colorado, and Tampa Bay, it's going to be kind of a toss up to see who's in there out of those three teams. Basically, those are my top teams overall. I feel like um, you know, there's with this shortened season, you're going to have possibility of anybody being in there. Honestly. I think my pick is going to be the Colorado Avalanche, Columbus Blue Jackets. Ooh, okay, De- definite hot take. <laughs> I there's something about that those two divisions together that I think if Columbus can just win like one solid series, they'll be fine. I agree. It's, I'm, I'm super curious to see how this plays out over the next you know five yeah. to six months. It's going to be an interesting short hockey season, but it's going to be fun to watch. And hopefully everybody can stay healthy with the COVID protocols and we don't yeah. have a lot of stoppage or missed games. I mean, we're already starting the season behind with Dallas, so we'll yeah. see how it plays Brutal. out in the end. But uh, thanks, guys, for joining me for this talk of the NHL season. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. See you guys next time. See ya. Adios. Adios.